Hey, everybody, and welcome back to your Corporate Global Football Podcast. I'm your host, Hunter Hawes. And I'm your host, William Spicer. Spicer, welcome back. Happy New Year. Uh, Haven't seen you in a while. Uh, You do look great with your new glasses. How the heck are you? Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm doing well. It's good to talk to you again. It has. We pretty much had all the holidays after Thanksgiving. We saw each other around Thanksgiving and talked, and then it's been a, a blur through all the holidays. So um, it's good to chat again. It is. Uh, it's been a lot of uh, stuff going on. Winter break came, and, and I actually got an extended one with uh, that pesky Omicron variant, but all is right now uh, in the Hawes house and back at school, so uh, thankful to be healthy. But um I'm probably, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll do a check-in here. Um, I, may, I wonder if I'm doing better than you since I didn't have to lose in the finals this year. Oh, no, I'm very thrilled. Okay. I was thrilled with being in the finals. Just happy It's almost to be pretty there. much good enough. Yeah, just getting there is good enough. Yeah. And, um, and it was so close. And I think man, we both played it? really, really good lineups. Like, we kind of played what we could points yeah. wise so yeah, yeah uh second year in a row that it was uh decided by uh i think mine katie's matchup was maybe right at 10 points so uh two close finals in our league history so far uh, the podcast hosts are owing two so um dang i think i think what just needs to happen is next year we both need to make the the championship i think that's the best content that's what the fans want um and then that way one of us literally has to win so maybe we'll get that next year um, before we get there, though, uh, a couple of things I want to go over real quick. So this is not our finale. So those of you who are sad to hear uh, that the show be coming to an end, you're going to have to wait. Uh, next week, we'll have uh, some voting, some awards, uh, yearly awards. We'll go back and visit our hot takes and all kinds of other stuff. So make sure you stay subscribed over the next couple of weeks. All right. Uh, Spicer, I do believe we had one trade go down in the league after mm-hmm. we um, finished up. Uh, do you have that in front of you? Let me get it pulled up right here. N- they did not wait, wait. any time after the league reopened. <laughs> went right to the trading. Uh, let's see. I oh, somehow am in. Found it. Okay. Okay. So we have the matriarchs sending to the pit kings. Juju Smith-Schuster and a 2022 second. Mm. And that is going to the Pitt Kings in exchange for Amon Ross St. Brown. Wow. So what, what, are we, what are we thinking? What are you thinking? Yeah, I like Colton's side on this one. Um, I, you know, I could see it going either way. It was a test of time. But I do think that I'm equally skeptical of both players. The only only difference is uh, Juju has had more sustained success, and Amon Ra plays on the Lions and has Jared Goff as his quarterback. So the uh, the second thrown in, I think, kind of tilts it in Colton's favor. Okay. So I kind of like this for Katie, I think. Hmm. And, and Colton. So the reason why... Juju is going to be going to a new team more than likely. Like, are we all sort of thinking that? I would think so. I know know he wants to stay with the Steelers, but I don't think the Steelers are going to keep him. Okay. Well, and 
Juju, if I'm being honest, I think you need to get out. Like, I don't think they're going to be very good. So, yeah. um, I mean, I agree but with he, he's going to have some stuff up in the air. And the one thing it's like, Jared Goff isn't good, but the Lions have to play 17 games of football. And so if this is going to be like one of their <laughs> pro, like prominent people, like, I don't know, you grab it. And so for Colton, I think when you have DeAndre Swift and, and Hawkinson already, you have got to get, you cannot have that much, that much Lions offense. Yeah. Um, and so the, the return for him is quite good because he was a second round pick. So he essentially got back his pick in Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. Which is good for him. But right. Katie gets younger and doesn't have to deal with Juju's movement. Right. So I don't know. Sure. Seems good. That's, that's my thinking that's, that's on the, it's being kind of fair. Yeah, I could see it uh, from that pers- that perspective as well. Um, it definitely helps KD. J- yeah, just three. I mean, Juju is young, but getting a player like coming off his rookie year that's even more desirable. Um, this is kind of a weird shift, um, but when we voted to uh, change and add the extra flex spot, w- that was supposed to go into effect this like twenty twenty two season, correct? Yes. Okay. Well, I just updated the roster spot, so if you're listening to this, you should now be able to plug that extra player into your lineup, everyone. Uh, I, I just kind of randomly remembered that looking at Colton's team. Um, so uh, with that out of the way, ladies and gentlemen, we can we, we can kind of dig in here. Let's take a look at the championship game. Break it down, see what went right. Uh, Spicer, was there any lineup decisions that you had to make that uh, were tough or that you regretted talk us through your your process there um wasn't regretting the the main one that i had was i was waiting on it, it involved the time situation of when people played mm-hmm. so i was waiting to know if edmonds was playing with james connor like what to do with that hmm. so once they announced edmonds as the starter or sorry, as sitting, I put moved Connor up because then I was really flip-flopping on if Aaron Jones was going to play just because of how they were doing. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, maybe I go MVS if I need a big dart throw or something. You know what I mean? Like yeah, something weird. Any Christian uh, Kirk consideration? Yeah, and Christian Kirk for Jacoby Myers was like the last one. Mm. Like... And I ended up going Jacoby, which was right. He scored a touchdown. He was playing Finally. the Jags. Yeah, that was his second touchdown. But that was that was one of those games where I was like, this seems like a game Bill Belichick's going to get Jacoby Myers a touchdown. Cause they're, and they're just going to run the score up. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like the game script might not have called for it, but uh, they're trying to have fun. Yeah, and they won by like 40 points or something so yeah uh, they hung a 50 burger so yeah that was a blowout um yeah just just looking at at your lineup i mean i i think you started everyone i would have i don't see any anything crazy and even even if there was the, the good thing is you can't even play the theoretical uh i think that was a thing that I also got to enjoy last year was that I didn't have, or, or maybe I did. I really can't remember. It's been long enough now that if it was eating me up, it's, it's left. But um, it, it's always a good feeling when, like, no matter what you did, you wouldn't have been able to beat the other person 
So just so you don't constantly question or like, why didn't I do that? Um, I know Wyatt uh, flipped back and forth on Brady and Burrow, like even up until near kickoff. I remember looking at it that morning. I think he had changed it a time or two. Uh, And it ended up being a seven-point difference, um, but he didn't need need those points, so it didn't end up mattering. But, um, yeah, pretty solid performances throughout the the matchup. Just kind of classic guys. I know Jalen Hurts, you probably would have – wanted to see do more yeah Jalen Hurts doing more also you hate to see Justin Jefferson having to go out there with Sean Mannion and Callan with whatever was going on with the Vikings Kellen Mond yeah like it was forgot about that it was um it was horrible it was horrible football to watch um oh, yeah golly it made me sad just because like Justin Jefferson still did okay. He had like 11 points. He managed to do like, yeah, your three receivers kind of had like, um, their, their floor, their floor. Yeah. You like kind of what you, you'd be happy with if the other two had had normal games. If the the other, the third one got 10 or 11, you'd be like, Oh nice. Like that. I can take that. But when all of them get it, then you start to feel it. Cause like an average maybe would have been like 15 or 16 for each of them. And that's, you know, a, huge difference yeah well and so that yeah that's it is a a huge difference also with that was Wyatt picking up Boston Scott and starting him oh wow I didn't even um, realize that yeah so he went he flip-flopped back and forth a lot on who to play there which I think his other the other player who he would have played Ramondre. did fine um maybe yeah um but Boston Scott had two touchdowns on the goal line and it's like if those are Jalen Hurts's touchdowns then like that's a 24 point mm. difference between like handing wow. the ball off to Boston Scott and Jalen Hurts doing the normal run-in thing right even one of those difference makes it like a one-point game yeah yeah or no well it's because no you would win no, uh, yeah exactly oh, wow. and so yeah. that was tough that was probably the toughest thing that's the and that's what Y was saying about uh, last year was Miles Gaskin popped yeah. off for one of his like thirty point games that last week for yep. Katie, and it was Boston Scott poaching from Jalen Hurts this year. Yeah, so. bad running backs get you titles. That's what I'm learning uh, in the corporate yeah. global <laughs> lore. Uh, yeah, they come out of nowhere to get you. Um, and yeah, you know, both of you didn't have like a forty point score like the tight end didn't end up doing anything crazy um lamb higgins didn't do anything crazy so even eckler 20 points from him you're like oh, okay <laughs> like that could have been yeah. way worse so yeah that that was nice jamar chase really stole the show from yeah for sure that week just generally yeah and um i mean speaking of one thing i definitely want us to talk about is the pro bowl now one thing i have to address is it was a little frustrating um, and I guess that was on me for setting it up a week too late. Um, but I could not, uh, no matter what I did or tried, I could not get the matchups to set because Sleeper has this thing with like, mm. once the playoffs start, you can't edit certain things, I guess, due to, or to maybe protect the players from the commissioners. I, I'm not really sure um, exactly why. But uh, because of that, I wasn't able to. Um, actually set a matchup so in the history books it will look like there was no winner of that week and i actually have 
trouble. The league is kind of glitchy. I can't really even see the, the matchups anymore, which is frustrating. But I know that you guys won big, so congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, yes, and you weren't here, so what do you think about the, the format? Um, well, first off, I do want to go back one second and say congrats again to the winner faces. I feel like oh yeah, we didn't really we didn't really uh, You're no right. no claps, <laughs> but congratulations. It it was so. This was the very Bill Belichick like, yep, good season. Shake your hand like, your team. I mean, we were putting odds on you dropping a median point like, and it was only like plus one hundred. Right. And it Which almost, is silly. I mean, he. I don't know if he did. I can't remember. Maybe he once. did. Oh yeah, I that, think he did twice. When he played me, he scored like ninety nine points. He might have had one other one, yeah. bad one. But yeah, I mean, two out of however many regular season games we have. <laughs> incredible season. Uh, best team won, uh, in my opinion. Um, and without Christian McCaffrey too. So you're just, you know, if he comes back even fifty percent, seventy five percent next year. Uh, watch out. Yeah, if he just plays ten games and they're in the back half, more back half of the season, you're good. Um, but okay. So the, to the best ball, yes. Love the format. Um, I am curious about what, like, so if you go back to back years, you don't get to add any new players, right? They just remain carry over. So you're saying like, what, what are you saying? Uh, so for example, if next season rolls around and Jamar chase has another great season, Mm-hmm. So he'll take up one of our Pro Bowl spots and we'll just remain. Right. So it'll it'll basically yeah. be like every year in theory, like I would wipe the rosters clean in weeks uh week fourteen or whatever it is, but week fifteen, so I don't know, who knows. I, I can't keep up track with them anymore. But whatever the last regular season week is, they would get wiped clean, we would vote on the new ones, and the new rosters would be put in just before the playoffs started. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, I do like that. I don't know if this would make it easier though. If it w- if it's better to just start it with the next season, like just always have it drag a season, just for w- what it sounds like the difficulty of adminning that playoff part. It it, it honestly it might. Um, yeah, it very well could. It could be an honor that, like, it would be a little bit weird. I think, but. Uh, I, I don't know. We'll have to think about it because if we do it the way, if we don't do it the complicated way, then that means the championship will be won by the previous year's Pro Bowlers, and by that point, those players might not even be playing anymore. You know, like what if? Well, they, if they won, that means they'd probably all just be Pro Bowlers again. You know what I mean? That's sort of what I was asking. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's tough. I'll have to think about that. I I don't know. Okay, I, I had not it's not a perfect system because there really wasn't no. a way to do it um, that was perfect. But we, I feel. Like oh no! I felt it. so bad for you watching the sleeper notifications come through. I was like, Oh, gosh, oh I know. Forever. This is <laughs> this is one of those hellish UI things that's just horrible. Yeah. And you're just like, I just have to click sixty billion right. times. Ex- that is exactly it's what hell. happened. And, and it's I was like, hell. Everyone hates me because I gave them like fifty notifications, <laughs> but. It was worth it, and it will be worth it now. Every time you click on your player and you see that on there, like five years from now, you're going to be like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, yes. Oh, I do want to keep some notes in the, for those players on which team they played for when they were inducted. Oh, that is a good idea. 
there's some things like that I want to like I can I'll go in and add but I love yes I love the concept overall yeah that's, L- love that's it love it smart because some of these guys will be I mean I'm on Raw St. Brown perfect example <laughs> pro bowler already traded to a new team so mm-hmm. um he was a pro bowler for the pit kings and that should be remembered um yeah you're exactly right um we also had the finale of our best ball league which we acted like we would talk about several times and i think maybe mentioned once but um it looked like katie was dominating most of that league this year you and i didn't even make the playoffs but old Tim, terrible old timmy griffith came in uh kind of a, a dark horse <laughs> candidate and won won the whole thing yeah incredible so so i need to tell y'all i i set these rules up very specifically because i just kind of made it and said y'all are in this it was very like just thrown together, if you remember. Yeah. And what I wanted to see is with best ball going, how does that affect the like how does the median affect everything? Mm. Um and how do playoffs with randomness? And mm-hmm. I was like, and so this is this was part of my argument for it, is like even with perfect best ball outcomes, there's still a a chunk of randomness a pretty significant chunk of randomness involved yeah um even just with playoffs just one and done itself creates a lot of randomness Hmm. um but number two is i thought i loved tim's strategy because it was the opposite of so all of the best ball sharks yeah are like you go especially in tight end premium you go tight end wide receiver hammer 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 yeah for a long time and so Tim, it's so funny when you just go all running back then, <laughs> then you just pick up tremendous value and everyone else is doing that. And so he, he had a stable of running backs that did it. Yeah, he he definitely had some pretty crazy luck as well because um, he, he got uh, Chuba Hubbard, you know, I don't know. I can't, I don't have the draft board in front of me, but he probably got him in like the last round or something. And he had some weeks that you know he was uh, getting into the scoring lineup. Uh, he also drafted um, James Robinson, and I don't know if we had known about the ETN injury at that point or not. We probably did. We probably did. I can't remember. Um, and then there was another one. I think he had like that as well. Um, Gus. Oh, he no. Well, I don't know. Gus Edwards was drafted, and he ended up being hurt so uh russell gage just some crazy stuff um but props to the young griff uh for the victory and um i i liked it i it was something fun to check in on throughout the year even though my team did very badly yeah same absolutely the same yeah thanks michael thomas really appreciate the effort you gave this season oh that's a that's a sean payton comment of the day yeah (laughs) um well let's see spicer what else uh do we have to talk about i don't want to rush rush through here but um if (laughs) i was telling you before we started recording all of this feels almost like a dream it's so long ago even though because the real life playoffs have started it's like that's all my brain can focus on um i guess we could talk about the nfl for a second um yeah and just let's talk about the nfl wallow in my misery like yeah as a colts fan it was the funny thing is it's it's honestly just for like me being clipped and like having it used against me for the future it's probably good we didn't record during that period of time because there was a stretch where i mean i was riding high on the colts like i thought um you know he was 
or not he. I thought they were like maybe playing some of the best football in the league the last few weeks, and then they go and lose to the Raiders and the freaking Jags. Yeah, that is losing to the Jags is tough. I we, mean, I mean, we lost the Titans lost to the Jets and the Texans, but Jags. But not with it, the playoffs and a, on and the a, line. And a, and a win in your end scenario is really, really Carson Wentz. Yeah. It is really that's very exactly. I mean, only Carson scoring Wentz. eleven points just it's just dreadful. And like, I don't even know. Like, I didn't. I don't know. I I I was like mostly silent about it on slack i i was just sitting on my couch just angry um <laughs> i couldn't believe it it was like my last day of quarantine and uh i was just mad it was in a bad dark place but you know whatever i don't really know what the Colts do from here because they need to get i guess a wide receiver and i don't know if you can move on from carson Wentz. you don't even have a first round pick now because of carson Wentz. so yeah Ugh. but in other news, um, I'm excited for the Bengals. I I know it, you guys are yeah m- mostly bummed that the Titans have to play them because I would guess most of us would probably be rooting for them alongside the Bengals. I mean, alongside the Titans. But uh, what do you think about that matchup coming up? Uh, best option, yeah, for the Titans. For sure. I think like didn't want the Bills, didn't want the Chiefs. I got, the Steelers would have been fine, but I don't really love the matchup to be honest. It's mm-hmm. like a like sure, that's a winnable game, but really don't prefer that. I I because I think that the Cincinnati has a really great pass defense, and I'm just hoping that Derrick Henry can come in there rested and and everything is true and that he just obliterates people. Yeah, like it, it'll be interesting no, to see because like the down the stretch, I mean the 49ers game was really impressive. Um, but otherwise, like the Titans, they weren't having to play really tough competition and they also weren't really healthy. So we don't really know what, I mean, are they, I don't know. I don't know what to expect at all. Like I would not be shocked with most results in this game either way. Yeah. And I will say too, I think one of the best parts about this game is there's not any kind of like bad blood. There's no rivalry kind of yeah. aspect to it. It's just like a game. Yep. So that, that I do like that part. Yeah. It'll be an interesting color match <laughs> matchup too like i can't ever imagine watching a Bengals titans playoff game it's going to be very interesting um, will the Bengals be in white hmm i don't know i hope so they, i feel like it'll be better yeah that would that would be a lot nicer the white blue you guys are at home yeah. so I yeah maybe know. we'll be in baby blues and you they'll be, be in and their whites and orange and that'll be okay it'll be interesting to see um yeah, that that'll be fun. Uh, Niners Packers um, might be a good game. Really, don't know that. Those are the two teams in the NFC that I'm like, not really rooting for. I don't know. I the Packers like okay. If the stuff with Rodgers hadn't been going on the past like six months, I would have been rooting for the Packers because I used to really like Rodgers and want him to be successful. But it's very hard to imagine rooting for him right now. Oh, so I'm I'm fine with it. You don't care. I, well, I do care, but it's like, <laughs> I the problem with the is like I love Aaron Jones. I really love yeah. AJ Dillon. I love yeah. the, I love the way they play football generally. Which I know why it hates because it's like, it's kind of like water torture, 
<laughs> that's what he says when you play Brady, watching Rodgers and Adams just slowly every 40 seconds wind the play clock all the way down just to throw the ball to him every time. Um, and it feels like it just takes forever. Um, but I just love I love the Packers. I love the owning the team thing like I th- as silly as that is i love all that stuff i wish i would, i wish i was a packers fan yeah just for the colors it would be it would be very fun yeah yeah uh and Devonte adams is is awesome i i will always be a fan of his i hope i kind of hope that he gets to go somewhere else package deal it's a you he and so? rogers are a package deal i don't <laughs> think they ever separate I, I don't know why you would if you're a quarter it seems that the quarterback wide receiver relationship is tr- real mm-hmm I think they're going to start doing that. I don't know why you Cooper wouldn't. Cup, Matt Stafford, Breakfast Breakfast Club. <laughs> yeah, Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Yeah, video maybe. gaming together. Like, yeah, it's it's not to say it's more about like when you have a shared knowledge of how you both think, you can do things because all of it's about communication. Yeah, and then you have level. freaking Carson Wentz, and who the heck would <laughs> ever want to be friends with Carson Wentz? That's probably the Colts' problem. Like that's 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 why Jonathan Taylor he's made good friends with those five <laughs> offensive linemen. He knows he knows where his yeah, bread's at. Exactly. And he and, and he's, he's just pounding it. He's like the nicest guy ever too. Like I don't know if you've watched any of the Hard Knocks. He just like anytime they like brag on him, he's just he just seems very like humble and like almost like oh I don't know what to do with all this praise. Like he just seems like a super nice person. So I hate that freaking Carson Wentz is the quarterback, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, the camo sleeve and all. That's, I did a really, easy. really good job of talking myself into him, though. Um, yeah. So the fact that it let me down, uh, I guess that that's something. Like, there's something about that sports commitment that uh, I'm glad Ooh. I was able to have a piece of that this year. Yeah. Oh, it's tough, though. It is. Um, well, that that's about all I got, really. Uh, I'm excited for Bill's Chiefs. Um, it's kind of a modern classic the way that they've been playing the last few years and we'll see. Yeah. That'll be a great game. And then we have, uh, you know, I kind of, I'm kind of curious to see what happens with the bucks now with whoever they play next. Yeah. So, yeah, the, I, I, I feel like that the next game is their first real game because, uh, <laughs> I mean, the Eagles are just bad. Um, I don't think they're going to run it. 30 times against whoever they play next, especially if it's the Rams. So um, they're going to have to figure out a way to get some of these very strange receivers involved besides Mike Evans. Yeah, and Gronk. Yeah, and Gronk. Well, it looks like the Rams might be winning because they just scored another touchdown. So that's uh, that's 13-0, folks. All right. Um, so let's catch up on the coaching world, and then uh, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll call it an early day. So trying to remember uh when we last left off i think i talked to wyatt a little bit um about yeah no i told wyatt several several stories mm-hmm. um i just don't remember where we were in the process of, of the season but if i had to guess we had just played the christmas tournament maybe um and got third so post that um we, we you know we all got ended up getting covid all the coaches uh coach's son couple players so we had a couple games delayed um, mm-hmm. And the weird thing about the way the season's broken up is after Christmas break, we only have um, two district games and then the district tournament. So we've already played both of those, um, which is why we already know the seating. Um, and then our coach had very smartly like 
scheduled to, I guess they would technically be exhibition games because they don't count for anything uh-huh. technically um, against private schools. So we had um, had one of those already and have another one this week. But the good news is we, um, to make a long story short, we're the second seed in the tournament, so we get a bye. Uh, so there's six teams in the district, um, and we'll end up playing a team that we've beaten, uh, should be able to beat, Hopefully, I mean either either team that comes out, we should be able to take care of it, which would just put us back in the finals for another game against Northeast. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but my story comes from the exhibition game. So okay, we played St. Mary um, Catholic School, and uh-huh. this was last Thursday night. So we had already clinched the district spot, all that type of stuff. Um, and Coach really wanted this to be like a you know tune-up game, make sure we're doing what we're supposed to do, all that all that stuff. Also, the one game that the team played before I joined the team was against this team as well, like at their home court, um, another exhibition, and they ended up beating our team by one. Um, And so it was funny because when we were warming up, I was looking at the team and I was like, this team beat beat our team? Like, that's bizarre. Um, Like, they, they were just very undermanned and just like short, unathletic, mostly white team. And so I was kind of surprised. So I went and looked at our scoring book, and like the our teams, like the people who are playing and scoring, don't even play. Like two of the guys aren't even on our team anymore. They had been cut. Um, our best two players like didn't play. I think maybe they were hurt at the time. I didn't remember. So it was it was justifiably a different team. Mm-hmm. Um, but all that to say. So I want to set up a, a game moment um, because I feel like. I may have said this before, but if I if I said it then, it wasn't true until now. But I feel like I finally earned my like coaching title in this game um, because I did something without asking and it worked. So we were um, we came out just super flat, and you could tell that the guys mm-hmm. either didn't care or were like underestimating the team. Um, and it was without a doubt our worst start to a game ever. The first play of the game. Uh, we got the tip our point guard crossed over half court and just shot a three and like that is like absolute taboo like in our offense in our like culture like you just do not we really don't like a lot of players shooting threes anyways but definitely not before you do literally anything else so coach immediately pulled him out and it set off this chain of like very bad decisions and attitudes and so then like St. Mary started their first two possessions hitting threes. So in like an instant, we were down by six. And I guess because they were hitting threes, the other guys on the team who aren't even allowed to shoot threes started just jacking up horrible shots. Oh, yeah. So then, like almost in a comical way, Coach, every time they shot him, he would just pull him out. He was like, he'd he'd yell, come here, and like get a guy like at the scorer's table ready to go in. And all of a sudden, I look up, and we're down 10-0 to to this bad team, and – four of our five starters are on the bench and like I'm looking over at the other assistant coach and I'm like okay like I I, I get the point but like like the guys who are in like don't ever play together like and neither of them were, were a guard. like he had like four like two guards in and so yeah. that like nobody knew how to run the offense they were playing decent defense but it was like getting scary and I was like what are we gonna do the first quarter ended and we were down 10 to 0 we didn't score a point and oh. I was just like, what is going on? Like, I, you know, I said before on the, on here, like, we we are good at basketball. So, like, the fact that we had scored zero is very, very bad. Um, so I look over at one point, and 
in the in between the quarters and coach is talking to our point guard he puts him back in and like on the first possession like he made a bad pass turnover and i guess i don't know if our coach had like lost his temper a little bit or or what happened but he pulled him out again and he lost the kid like he shut down he got super mad um and the way our bench is he's um we're right beside like the emergency exit door of the gym uh, where I, like the alarm wouldn't go off, but like there's no handle on the other side, if that makes sense. Right. So I just see him like go out there and the door close. So he's now like locked out of the building. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> oh, the other detail would be like, this lets out to like where dumpsters are. And like, it's not like by an entrance, like it's the backside of a building where nobody could enter. So I'm like, oh my gosh, you gotta be kidding me. So I get up and go out there and he's like 20 feet away, just like, jersey over his head like i couldn't tell if he was crying or mad or whatever but he clearly just like had lost his mind so i like talk him over to him this is also this is the the student or player who lives next door to me so like i actually have a good relationship with him and i was like talking to him blah blah i got him back inside sit down coach turns around he's like he's not getting back in like unless i think he's ready like this is horrible blah 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 like you know whatever you can't do that type of stuff yeah so I'm just like, oh man, they start, they start scoring again. It gets, it starts, I think it was like 13 or 14. And I'm, I'm just like, what is happening? This is so bad. So at this point, the other four starters are back in and we had stopped them on like three straight possessions. And I'm like, we just can't score. Like we, it sucks to be so reliant on one player, but when it's your best player and your best player is your point guard, you kind of do, you know, like, yeah, they go, you know? So I, like, looked down the bench, and I called him over to sit next to me, and I was like, hey, like, do you see how bad this is right now? He was like, yeah. I was like, this is because, like, you're not on the floor. I was like, do you see that, like, this team needs you? He was like, yes, sir. I was like, can you play? He was like, yeah. I was like, like, can you actually play? Like, can you go in and, like, fix this? He was like, yes, sir. So I was like, go check in. And as soon as I did that, I don't, like, it. I don't know how to describe it other than like I was so scared because I really like, yeah. it, it was almost instinctual, but then I forgot like I'm not in charge. Like yeah. I don't know what came over me. I it was not something that I was supposed to do. And the even worse part was because I was talking to him for more than five seconds, I had stopped paying attention to the game, so I didn't realize that like I sent him to the scores table. It would be like the equivalent of if you saw a ball go out of bounds and you yelled at the ref, like, oh, wait, sub. And you, like, sent someone running, like, where they didn't even stop at the scorer's table. So, like, oh, yeah. as soon as he stood up, the ball went out of bounds. And it looked like – so, I mean, he immediately went on the floor so quickly that when my coach turned his head, like, he didn't even realize – like, he was in. The guy was out. Like, <laughs> there was no, like, questioning it or disagreeing with it. And he didn't say anything. He didn't look. He was just like, oh, okay. And then we went on a 12-0 run and tied the game. So I'm not saying it was because of me because it definitely wasn't. It was because of them playing together and it was him. But the fact that it worked out and I didn't like get in trouble <laughs> made me so happy. And it was just one of those feelings where I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. <laughs> like This could have yeah. been so bad. And later coach was like, man, he's like, thanks for putting Samson back in. He's like, you know, he really needed to be back out there. Uh, like, I don't know what you said to him, but you know, glad that worked out. And we ended up winning. It was a close game. Um, anyways, that was, that was a long time without pausing, but it was, it felt very nice to make a decision and it work out. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I do love those feelings of when you're like, oh yeah, I wasn't even thinking. It's like, of course this kid has, he's, this kid is fine. This kid understands what's happening now. 
like it's more yeah, yeah. of that it's like you you were able to be like oh i trust you now yeah he and just needed to really calm down matter. for a second yeah also so. uh, this is a side note thing no but, but i was just gonna say you should at, tell your coach you should be like hey i'm sorry like i know it worked out but i just sort of instinctually did that but i was also but that's a good chance for you to be like uh so how far instinctually can i go here you know what i mean Oh no! Because I did. I did. I did. Oh, we ha- okay. we, yeah, we had a conversation about it afterwards, and it actually it was very like cool. He was like, "No, man." He was like, "That was great." He was like, "That's why you're sitting there." He was like, "I need you to like." He's like, "You see things differently than I do. Like your brain works differently than I do." And he was like, "If you ever did something that I like disagreed with, like we would talk about it, and then I would make a decision." But he's like, "It goes the other. You know, like you can." You're, yeah it's, it's fine he was he he was like almost like a oh man like don't apologize for that but i mean at the same time it, that maybe i don't like i really wanted to know like was it because it went well that he didn't care like what if he had gone in hey. and like shot another three <laughs> hey you know so i don't know but it was it was a lot of fun it was the most exciting um our bench had ever been because we had never had a game where we were down and had a comeback before um, oh yeah just because we hadn't really lost a lot of games and the ones that we had were just either decided or the ones that we won like weren't really close or like we were always in the lead so um our bench had a lot of energy and like the crowd did and so like the locker room afterwards was like super super fun so that was also really nice to experience and did y'all win yeah we won so oh nice um it was the second time i uh i had the thing happen i think i talked to Wyatt about this where um, I stood up at one point to yell at a player or one of our players to box out. And it was one of those like creepy moments of like total gym silence. So like all, you know, 300 people in there like heard me. And uh, it was really funny because since it was a home game, a bunch of like our teachers were there and um, just by like, they never hear me raise my voice. Like they, they don't think oh, I'm yeah. one of the teachers that does that. Cause like, you know, the teachers that do and the teachers that don't. And like, Everyone knows, like, oh, like, Mr. Haas is not a teacher who yells. So, like, so many people were coming up to me after the game and the next day at school, like, oh, my gosh, like, I didn't know you could yell or I didn't know you did yell. And uh, that that was funny, but it was just so heated and, and fun. I It was, like, the most um, – uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, that game is exactly why I am enjoying Co- coaching. Yeah. Amazing. That's great so we're we're looking good we've got a game thursday against jcs the uh, jackson christian school and then tournament starts next monday so we'll see what happens Ooh, i cannot wait to hear please let let us know if you get to the championship we will all right as, well, as the tournament goes i'm pumped um <clears throat> we will talk about it hopefully on our last show where we go over the rewards or I keep saying rewards. It's a very teacher thing to say. Awards, uh, the corporate global uh, award show. So um, I will look back and see the ones we had last year and see if there's any we want to take away or any things we want to add. I hadn't really thought about it, but um, we'll probably do it the same way last year where we have a Google form to get nominees and then do a second Google form to vote. Um, any Anything come to mind for you on that? No, just... Um, you know, I I can't think of any new awards. Just be honest out there. 
Yeah, I was thinking, um, oh, did I write it down? Let me see if I did. Um, no, I don't think I did. I think I think I wrote down all the same ones. The the only ones I was thinking about changing off were like most entertaining roster, unless it's, we think mm. it changed from year to year, or um, that's about it. I think we could maybe add like one more player award because we only had fantasy player of the year, bust of the year, most likely to take a big jump, and most coveted. Those are all great, uh, but I feel like we we could have one more in there. Oh, uh, we we could add a a duo of a rookie of the year and then like a a thirty plus category <laughs> veteran of the like, year. Yeah, like an older veteran of the year. Yeah, I yeah, those are fun. I'll I'll put that on the short list here. Yeah, rookie of the year is a good idea. I don't know why we didn't do that last year. Cool. All right, folks. Well, thanks for tuning in to the return. Uh, and stay right here. We'll be back in a couple weeks for our finale. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye.